Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Center, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. We are having a week off this week. This is our, um, our summer holiday, so we're having a week off. So because we're having a wee week off, I've decided to come in here with Grado and with producer John to do a wee episode of Wrestling Daft in our spare time. How you doing, Grado? I'm good, mate. How's yourself? You got a wee drink on you there, mate? I've got a wee cognac on, mate. It's my summer holidays. I thought, tongue. since we've got the episode this week, we might as well enjoy ourselves. We're on annual leave, bro. We're on annual leave. How you doing, John? I'm doing fine, thank you, Rab. Um, sorry, you couldn't be with us this week, John, because you're on holiday. But I know, I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. Are you in Blackpool right now, John? No, I'm not in Blackpool. I got back from Blackpool yesterday, and I, as I was saying to Rab before we started recording, uh, if I've got if I've got away with COVID, being in Blackpool for four days, I am the cure because fucking hell. Really? Oh Jesus! Has there ever been a wrestler that had that as the the thing? I am the cure. No, so that's quite good, isn't it? That is quite good, isn't it? Kind of rings a bell a wee bit as well, like it maybe is Sundays, but I am the cure. Speaking of wrestlers, man, Del Wilkes passed. Del Wilkes passed away, the Patriot himself. So, um, obviously horrible news. Very, very sad. Uh, aye, that's a shout out to the family, the Wilkes family. It was a great tune, mate. It was a great tune. I never met him. But did, you ever work, did you ever meet him? Or? Never worked the Patriot. Nah, that's pretty... I think he was at a WrestleCon, I was at a Comic Con, but um, aye, Gredo, here's, a, here's a question well, for you because we've no got we've no got a plan this week, so um, here's a question for you: Who, uh, and I'm sure you've never heard this question before. Who would you? What's your dream person to work with? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> John, here's a question: Who's a dream person for you to work with? Hi. I don't mean like in a wrestling context, like in your role as a producer for someday. Like, who would you, who would you like to be, you know, producing a show for? Or, I mean, all, all my dreams are, are true at the moment. You know, George Berry, Rab Florence, Grado, Stephen Purden. You know, it's I'm getting a bit of a, a bit Chris of Toll. Chris Toll. Chris Toll. Yep, Chris Toll as well. Yeah. If you get any like mad radio heroes like Dean Park or Howard Stern <laughs> or Chris Evans. I don't, I don't think anybody in the history of mankind has ever said Dean Park or Howard Stern. I don't think that's ever, <laughs> ever happened before. I don't, I don't think I, I would like to work with... Um, Tiger Tim? Mark Rad- See, that's a good one. Tiger Tim, he's always good. I've worked getting... with Tiger Tim. I've worked have you? with Tiger Tim. Yes, I did a show is, with Tiger Tim. Is he all right? Tiger, Tiger was great on great form of the show with him. He was he's no what? He's no what? He's need to... I don't, I don't really know Tiger Tim, but... I know he's seen as like a pure radio legend because because oh, wow. I'll get fucking radio that come up to me and go, let me tell you something. Actually, I put me in mind a tiger, Tim. And that's, hey, listen, don't say that to many folk, but you put me in mind a tiger, Tim. You're nothing like I, Tiger Tim, mate. No. <laughs> tiger, Tim would, n- tiger Tim would never be stunning there and, and golf clays beside Andy Gorham and fucking <laughs> Otter Smith and that, I tell you that. Is he, is, is, so what, is he still a boot? Aye, aye, still. John, have you ever see? I want to talk to you guys as radio guys, right? Because let me tell you what my dream 
gig has always been, right? Right. I would love to have a late night radio show where I get to play the songs that I want to play and it's like two in the morning and I get to play all the stuff that I like and stuff and I take callers as well and we have these kind of gentle kind of philosophical chats about our lives and all that kind of stuff but it's kind of funny as well but it's almost like gentle and we talk like that like a proper kind of night fly type you know what I mean? that's, like night. that's my dream that's my dream gig that's a bit is that about like late night with china mckee yeah a wee bit because you know i've always joked about um i always like joke with you is about your radio gigs and all that right and about uh, how like you know how they're wanting me to replace crofty and all that right but here is the thing genuinely i've always ever since i was a wee guy dreamed of having that late night radio spot you know what i mean because when I, I used to listen to bbc radio 2 when i was a wee guy let's see when i was at school i used to listen to bbc radio 2 at night um and i remember I remember, I think it was presented one time, it was presented by, this might have been later actually, when I was no one I was at school, but a bit later. Katrina for Katrina and the Waves presented a show on BBC late at night. And she would play all the stuff that I like, man. All the stuff I like, Steely Dan and all that, and Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting, we're not in love anymore. All that, and I'd lie in bed listening to it. See, Rob, that sounds brilliant. It does, it does. I, I suppose uh, my dream would be to have like a Howard Stern thing in the mornings when Aye. you could just, you know, not so, in such the mornings, but just, it was like, say it's just a live internet, but it's got loads of listeners and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like folk can swear and all that. Aye, and you bring go on, wild, it's outrageous. And you bring on folk that have been arrested and, you know yep. what I mean? Does that know what this podcast is great or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I like that, Rob. I like your wee idea. That's quite good. I've always liked... You know, have you ever seen the film uh, The Fog? No. John Carpenter's The Fog, and there's um, Adrienne Barbeau is in that, and she and it, she's in a lighthouse, and she's the radio DJ in the town, and she lives up at Topia Lighthouse, and she's there, and she's like, this is late night radio with man, and she's doing our thing for you, uh, and now we're playing, and the weather is going to be... It's, I just thought, man, that looks fucking brilliant. Man. Would I like that film? Do you like The Fog? I don't know. You're not really into horror films, now, you know. I know, but I need something to watch, man. I need, I've need. i got the week half, so I need something to watch. I need... I'm, I'm, I have you watched... Watch, you have watched the... You did watch the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. Oh, aye, man. Come on. I've never missed documentaries like that. Um, How about all the E&E stuff, Grado? You worked your way through that. How do you know I'm working through my way through the E&E stuff? How do you know that? Aye, because that's what sort of good deal with wrestling documentary. Oh, do you know what? I f- you know, I'm also working through all the A&E crime stuff. All right, are you? I'm, right. I'm loving all this, the, the A&E's, if you type it. I'm sure I said, I look at that A&E, you know, policemen that have been caught fucking killing folk and police arresting folk that, that's the wrong person and all that. Um, but all the, the wrestling right. stuff, oh, man, I've rattled man, through that. What about Austin Mankind to sit down on the Broken Skulls rank? Mate, completed it, mate, completed it, mate. I don't mess stuff good, like that. It? I quite enjoyed it. Was, that. Aye, it was good. I thought it would be. The only thing I'm raging about is I'm sitting there and I'm like, seeing him with that, with that, with that, um, that jacket. I still, I've emptied my house, turned it upside down this last week, and I can't find my Mick Foley flannel, man. I'm gutted. That's, I mean, shite, isn't it? I mean, how could you lose that, for fuck's sake? If you'd went back in time and told the young Grado, that one day Mick Foley would give you his flannel and all, and then he'd, I just fucking shoved it somewhere, stuck in a poly bag, <laughs> lost it. Do you know what I mean? How bad is that? That's I mean, really it's bad. really bad. Can say something auntie... about your ego, though? I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> just stick You're probably fuck. right. I'll stick that fucker's yeah, shirt in a fucking poly bag and just... Do you know what? To be honest with you, in 2015, I probably was a bit like... <sighs> cool, man. Aye. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it. You're talking about poly bags, man. I'd use poly bags for gear. I don't, I hate I can't even, I'd always get ripped for it. Just shove all my, my boots and my leotard. Are you turn up to a show with a poly bag? <laughs> I bet you now, Grado, I bet you turn up for these family shows. Kick it, turn up in the jag, park <laughs> inside. There's Grado, oh, here he comes. Five minutes before bell time. Here we go. What are we doing tonight? Oh, we'll <laughs> this, 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 this. It was always five minutes. bag, full of kit. What's the name of your coffee, Grado? Aye, mate. Did something go down the wrong way? <laughs> it's us, just mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, aye, he, here's here's the thing I was thinking as well. Like, see us boys, right? We're all quite smart and quite 
in, in our industries, right? I would say in our industries, we're all quite reasonably prominent figures, right? I would yeah. say reasonably within our within our individual industries, right? It's a fact. Um, you know, Grado, you've got your stuff going on. I've got my stuff going on. John, you're the producer on the Premier Breakfast Radio Show. Don't take offence at us, Grado, right? But um, right. John's the producer of the Premier Breakfast Radio Show. Like, we should be able to come up with something where we get rich. Properly <laughs> rich. I know John is quite rich, right? But properly rich. Well... I don't know, man. Is it? I've often thought about this, but last night I made buffalo chicken wings. Right, there we go. I put That's them in a the football. Start, good start. Here we go. <clears throat> and I recorded it, and I'm just, and I've, I've just, I'm looking at the footage today, and I'm going, I can't put that anywhere, man. It's me dissecting the chicken because the chicken didn't come with a. I bought, I bought chicken wings, but they left the fucking the flapper on it. You know, if you go for chicken wings in the in the restaurants. It's just the kind of drumstick bit and the wing bit, yeah, the drumstick right. bit. So I had to cut it and cutting through the bones and and I just felt felt when I was watching it going, I look, I look mock it. I looked mock it. I looked as if it looked as if my kitchen was mock it, if you know what I mean. Like I just felt folk would watch this and go, I'd never let that cunt make me something to eat. <laughs> right, one question. How is this getting us rich exactly? No, because I was <laughs> Because I was thinking, I was, I was to... listening, I was leaning in, I was like, he's got a plan. He's got a fucking plan here. Because I was thinking that I'd start a YouTube channel because I seen this big fat guy down in England and he put and he eats outside, he eats outside these restaurants, takeaway restaurants, and he goes to one every night. And I swear to God, see once half an hour after he's put the video up, mate, he's got a quarter million views, and he's just sitting there eating fry ups and fucking uh, munchie boxes and big pizzas and I'm like right I want to do that and I just done it last night I thought I'll make the stuff and it just came out wrong <laughs> and well. I, that's what I'm just saying I, I, that was my plan to get rich and it's obviously went tits up I went to put I went and reinstalled my flight simulator the other day as well mm -hmm. I turned it on I went oh I hate this game now <laughs> I was meaning more along the lines that you know we set up some kind of media business we start like an empire you know what I mean no no um, cut up a cut up a chicken cut the flapper off a chicken <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm no. If the idea for us to get rich is we go and stone outside a kebab shop eating a big pizza, <laughs> I'm not fucking going on Dragon's Den with that. <laughs> oh, but me, and he just, and he's just, I don't know, he's just a running the mill guy, and he just does the, does he tell jokes, he just kind of goes, oh, that's quite good, that's quite good. I'm not saying anything wrong with it, I've subscribed to it myself, I quite like watching it, but you just need that one wee thing, in it? Do you know I like watching on YouTube guys walking about cities with cameras? Yeah. Like guys will have the wee GoPros on and he's walking about now just walking up Times Square. He just walks, walking past people, walking, walking past the subway. Uh, I like watching that and I like watching trains. This is another thing as well. I like watching you can on YouTube, you can get live streams yes. and the camera's running in the train's front cab and it's just oh. the train. What do you call there's a there's a whole genre of youtube for that like, what do you call it? it's like it's like boring stuff but it's no boring if you know what i mean it's just it's like gentle sure there's that channel on freeview where it's like the rosie and jimbo see the rosie and jimbo mm -hmm. and the camera's in the front of it and it's just playing all day in the channel just taking a relax you it's yeah. in similar vein of me watching the plane see watching a, a plane just flying through the skies watching the full flight that kind of thing I'm interested in that. So, is there any money? Is there any money in running a wrestling promotion? I'm only. Well, this is interesting. This is interesting. Chat. Because I'm like, I'm like, Grado, you'll be able to tell us because it, is there decent money to be made? Because I've been listening to Jeff Jarrett to start the TNA and all that sort of stuff, and he had this idea. Obviously, put it all in pay per view. I think now. I think there's a gap in the market right now. There's a lot of wrestlers out there, a lot of independent wrestlers out there, and certainly in Scotland, because unfortunately ICW aren't going to be able to tap into these guys that have just been released by the WWE, are they? Because they've got their affiliation with the WWE. There's a lot of talent. That's a good question. There's a lot of talent. I don't think they will. I can't see that. If they've got a, if they've got a, a relationship with the WWE, they're not going to be able to go and get Braun Strowman or Alexander Wolfe or... 
any of these guys that have been freed and bring them in, well, they be is is that is you wouldn't think that would be because that's a slap in the face of the WWE, isn't it? Well, I don't think that Braun Strowman was on ICW's list, but you make a point in terms of like Big Demo. Where's Big Demo going to go? Exactly. Gonna, uh, exactly. All these guys. I don't think, I'm not sure the WWE would care if Big nah, Demo popped right. up I, on ICW. And no, I do not think so. Was they back on the network that way? I don't know. I don't right. know that they would mind. I just thought there's a there's there's a there is a at this point there's a lot of talent out there and there's a gap specifically in scotland if, if icw guys can't aren't allowed to use these guys plus i think there's a gap you know for a for a, a rival wrestling company because i would say icw Hola. i know I, this is unscripted and unplanned he's sorry a lot because a lot of, obviously a lot of the guys listen to this but you said the word rival you actually said no, the word no, no. rival wrestling company to run alongside, to run alongside in tandem. Because ICW, you know, when I first went to shows in the Classic Grand, it's been diluted, I would say. And that, that is, that he's, is he's fucking shooting, he's shooting! I'm, not, shooting. I'm just put, I'm just put there. The product's been slightly diluted from the music to what happens in the ring to the commentary. It's all been diluted because, and understandably... Yeah, because they're on the they're, network. They're on the network. They're yep. part of the w, part of the WWE now, but unfortunately, that's kind of diluted the product. Now, is there is there a market out there for something akin to the original ICW and how it how it was? I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. And is there money to be made? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's money to be made, but I do agree with you in terms of. ICW and the, the music was the big thing. The music was a big thing. The atmosphere, the the crowds and stuff like that. But it's, right now, obviously, because of the pandemic and the WWE contract, they're not able to do that. Not to say that they're not going to get back to that again. But I do get what you're coming for. I was just I've always, I've always somebody's going, somebody's going to do it, right, Gredo? I don't know. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they will. I really, really don't. Do you know what I'd like to do? I just kind of feel was that. It's, it's, Sorry, on you go. No, I've got you know how like on, on Fight TV you've got there's quite a lot of there's quite a lot of like um, wrestlers promoting their own shows on Fight TV just now. Like you know you've got the what do you call them? Luke Gallows and Carol Anderson. They've got their what do you call their thing? Oh, the you know what I'm talking about anyway, aye, don't you? Aye, aye, aye. EC3. Yeah, is it something like WrestlePalooza? Or something? I don't know what it's called. Some aye, something like that. Name. Aye. EC3's got something on Fight TV the morning night to slip. I control saw that, event. yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? It would be good to rent out like a, either somewhere outdoors or an old garage. No that big a crowd, no, do you know what I mean? And put on a sort of, no even, like just a, a one-off show like that. Like a kind of, like in America, they did the day, um, the king of the, they know the king of the death, what do you call it? The tournament of death on CCW, where there's a, a barbecue out in the field, and there's a wrestling, there's a tournament. And I'm not saying it needs to be a death match tournament, but something where it's outside, barbecue, just things gone off, a band, I don't know. That's in my head. Would that be good? I don't know. Bingo balance. Of course it would be good. Bingo balance versus creator. Yeah. Of course it would be good course it would be good but Tom i just Stoltman. think i mean i think john made a good point that you know that like there probably will at some point be a promotion that comes along and tries to take one icw I had well there point. is obviously well, pro, pro, two. Two. Pro, two. Uh, pro two obviously but but there will be and, the, and the, i suppose you know obviously we know a lot of people involved with icw and all that i suppose the fear is there a wee bit that is it's probably more difficult for icw to go to war with another promotion because their relationship but there'll be a limit to what they can do maybe i'm wrong maybe there mm -hmm. isn't a limit to what they can do but there might be their horns might be tied a wee bit you know what i mean interesting times have you watched any wrestling this week i've not seen much i've not seen much because i've been off um... i've been so i've been keeping an eye on uh the matt riddle and randy orton stuff Aye. um which i think is quite good fun and uh you know, that's really it. I've not really been... I watched AEW. I watched the full show Wednesday night. I watched it live. Did you enjoy it? The main event was really good. The main event was really good. Sammy Guevara. And... Sammy Guevara and... Well, he's just the best, man, MGF. He cut a promo before it. 
and he it was like in a backstage thing, and I went, "This guy's just absolute bollocks, man. He's so good." Good, so it? good, but it was quite emotional because they'd done a video package at the end because that's them finished uh, Daly's place now, you know, the place that they've been filming for last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, they've done like a big it. video package. Pierre GR's getting it in the neck because he went WWE Dynamite. Do <laughs> 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 you hear about it, John? No, no, I did. It's an orgy. You've been watching WWE Dynamite. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's the second time he's let it, let it loose now. That's I mean, oh, but, I mean, you, you know, it's a wee stupid slip of the tongue. People overreacted to that, you know what I mean? Do you know what? Have you ever watched? Have you have you saw the the AEW botches Twitter channel? No, I know you love this. <laughs> you love you love it. I do, I do love it. I love what it's does, but it's weird. It's just there's something. But it's weird how it, it just it splits the wrestling fans. Like I like watching the botches, but I love watching the show as well. But when, when you go on the internet, you're you're either. A, you know, you're either AEW botches with Jim Cornette or you're AEW. But I'm beef. I love listening to Cornette. I love watching watching AEW. I'm kind of, I love it all. Well, I hate listening to Cornette, right? But I do. I like it all. As John well, loves you it. Know what I mean, I like it all as well. Uh, um, I was saying, to, I was uh, saw Greg Kemper recently, and I was telling him to listen to Jeff Jarrett's podcast. Right. Um, Did you listen to Rob? It's top notch. I am kind of caught up now. I think I'm like right up to right up to date with it but I was saying to Greg to listen to it because obviously they've met um, but also just because it's quite quite refreshingly different for the wrestling podcast isn't it? Um, but I was uh, I like it all I like all the stuff that's out there the new a day I have to say I like all it that's out there the new um, there's something for everyone isn't there there's something for, yeah. for everyone in, in wrestling now if you like your kind of shoot straight up wrestling NXT AEW kind of some kind of morph in between WWE and um, NXT and then you've got WWE which is just the the pure kind of entertainment value I guess we slag it off I mean, we, do, we own this show we make jokes not we slag it off and we talk about you know how we Adam Cole looks and all that kind of stuff but the truth is there's just like it's, it's good that there's that variety out there of stuff it's good that there's all, what did you make of Eddie Kingston Danny's promo and kind of making the pop that you know there's there's more heart in the AEW locker room than there is in the oh, I just watched that I thought it was cringing that made me cringe <laughs> just because I know like Cabana was on here last week that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing that Eddie, Eddie Kingston does because John Cabana I, last week was not impressed by Eddie Kingston we were talking you obviously weren't here for aye, this aye. but when I brought up the you know what did you make of you know, when obviously everything was going on with Brody Lee and Eddie Kingston cut that promo to the whole locker room. That must have been a touching moment. And Cabana was just like, he was only in the door two days and he was cutting that to the whole locker room. That's the kind of, that's the way you can, I mean, I remember him being backstage at TNA and he, wasn't, he didn't have a contract and he was doing stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I love the guy. I think he's brilliant. He's just a passionate like guy though, right? What? He's just a passionate guy though. He's a passionate guy that loves the wrestling. I don't mind. I don't know why. I don't know why fans are kind of like, come on, be nice and be respectful of the other company. And I'm like, fucking who cares, man? I, I wouldn't have cared. If Eddie Kingston came out and said, everybody in WWE are all fucking rotten, that would have been fine by me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just don't know why. Why is anybody bothered by that? I, there's just something about it. It's, just... it's rivalry. That's the thing. It's going back to what we were saying before. It's rivalry. That'll spur on, you know, the WWE have, coasted along for years now and then suddenly they've got someone running alongside them or well not running alongside them but you know they're behind them and they're like they're on their tails and they've got a lot of talent on that roster and then suddenly they're like they've got to up their game and have WWE done that yet? Hey, but are they on their tails? No, I get that they're, they're, when, when they go against each other the ratings when they've done the, the NXT and the Dynamite stuff sometimes AEW bet them but See the grand, the grand scheme but, of things. They're not like the, the richest I've ever been. Well, that that's Aye. the thing. That's the thing. And you can't. The thing is, you can't. And Jericho said it in, on the podcast. You can't compare AEW to NXT because, it's like, you know, AEW is wanting to be up there against SmackDown and Raw as opposed to NXT. NXT is like Division One as opposed to the Premier League, which you know Raw and SmackDown are in. How many, how many viewers did, did, does does Raw get now on average? Number it, what it's down, it's it's down to about 1.5, 1.7, I think. Wow. I think it's, I, I mean, who are the Americans to? There's only like three hundred thirty million Americans. Yeah. It's, Is that the way? Am I, am I getting that right? Not doing well. It's not doing well. Um, I, I mean, I can't watch it. I really, really can't watch it. I, I wish I could, but. 
It's just, it's really, really boring. I there's just something about, I, I keep trying to work out <clears throat> what it is about WWE stuff that's so, um, just so horrible to kind of watch at times. And, and it was like your, your man, Ian Drew Dice Clay, who always gets a mention on this show, mm-hmm. he tweeted out, I think I'm pretty sure it was something tweeted out, um, uh, just a, a bit of Kevin Nash promo. Um, yeah, it was. You know, and you just watched that, and you watched just this charismatic, big, handsome dude, you know, drink with his wee, drinking his wee cup, well, I mean, kind of laughing and jawing away and, and doing his promo stuff backstage. You just think to yourself, that's so much better than everything we've got now. You know what I mean? Right. So much better than everything we've got now. See, speaking of Ian, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, I think he... Um... Do you, do you remember on the show last week we were, we were talking about John Farrell that done the the, the, the GWF show, Aye. and the ring never turned up. Yep. And I said we'll try and get him on the show. Aye. Well, he messaged me the next day, and he went, um, "Here, here you go. I tried my best, mate." So he wrote, "This is John Farrell's reply to me asking if he wants to be on the podcast," and he basically wrote, "Thanks, but I'm trying to live a quiet life these days. Obviously, interviews would be opposite that. Good luck, and if anything changes in the future, I'll let you know." So. That was good of him to get his way and try and get a hold of oh, man, he's, he's, on Farah. He's doing a shift for us. I know, man. He's doing a shift for us. He should, we should be sending him some of the, the gut health pills that we get sent this week. We get sent some gut health pills this week. And Gredo, maybe you would like to uh, help me or tell us a wee bit more about this because you, 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 gut health is a thing for you, Gredo, right? Gut health for me is a big, big part. Everybody knows that listens to this show, they know that I suffer badly from ye old irritable bowel syndrome. IBS. It's IBS, right? Now, if I'm not in the game, if I'm letting things slip, if I've not got my routine sorted, you will find that I'll have bowel movements up to, and sometimes over 36 times a day. That is if I don't have everything in place. This, This can happen. You know, in the morning when I wake up, my, my my routine is I need to walk about for an hour before that I can actually get my ass muscles to kick into gear and then go. Until then, I need to wait. However, there is there's stuff out there that you can help that can help you with us. That's not. <laughs> you better believe it. Hold on, I just sorry. I was a wee bit stunned there because I knew I know. Right, let's you know open the door a wee bit for people. Obviously, there's these things called advertising reads, right? Um, you know, and uh, uh, you know, I don't know even know if we, I'm allowed to mention that or how how it works. But uh, Gredo, see when you said there, were you reading off something that you, you'd go, you no. go to the toilet thirty six times a day, or do you actually go to the toilet thirty six times a day? No, that's a shoot. Sometimes I can if I don't have everything in order. But it's a big thing, mate. Do you know that? How do you know fo- lose count after twenty? Well, it might not be as thirty six, but it feels like thirty six by the end right, of the day. Okay. You know what I mean? Masters and titles. But did but did you actually know about that? There is one in four guys that suffer from gut issues. You know, I didn't IBS know that, but I could believe it because I, I think John has a bit of trouble with his gut. He's got, um, you know, and maybe, you know, I do know a lot of people have trouble with their gut, and I'm on a Meprazole the new, so. I see, a Meprazole does nothing. That's, no. But, I mean, it does help you. I would imagine it helps you with, with, with your, um, what do you call that? The heartburn. Heartburn, it's good for that. Um, but the amount of guys that suffer from abdominal pain and the gas and bloating and stuff like that, Everybody needs to know that gut health is a mega, mega, mega vital part of your general health and wellness. Because I didn't know this, but 70% of your immune system is your gut. So that your gut is the thing that fights the viruses and other illnesses. And it's also linked, and you would never believe this, but it's linked to your mental health. It can help you improve your sports performance and just your general mood, your general well-being. So if there's folk out there that's listening and going, man, Gredo, I'm the same boat here, man. I'm, I'm really I'm really struggling. Well, I've got, a, I've got a product for you. I've got a product for you. If you've got gut health issues and you're looking to optimise your gut health, Sons have the product for you. Now, Sons Live Bacteria Supplement, it's clinically proven to treat digestive troubles and improve your gut health. Now, what does it do? It binds with the lining of your gut, and it strengthens the gut of your, the gut wall, and it makes it better to able to be dealing, deal with what's thrown at it. Right now, what I throw at it is horrific. 
I put my gut through a lot of pain, right? But Sons helps me because it's backed by over 50 clinical trials. 50. That's more than the, the, the COVID vaccine, isn't it? So it makes it one of the most studied bacteria in the world. And some of the stats for the trials, they're pretty darn impressive. It was, it was effective in helping our 8 to 10 men with their gut issues all in the one study. If you're sitting there and you're saying, what is your gut saying now? You need to get yourself to sons.co.uk and use the code WRESTLE25 and you will get £25 off your first order now. I received the Sons uh, package last week. I've been using it. And I've also been throwing a lot of misery, a lot of misery into my gut, and it's helped it. So I'm calling for everybody out here to get on the bandwagon. Get yourself to sons.co.uk and use the code WRESTLE25 and you will get £25 off your first order. And just to clarify, it's Sons, S-O-N-S. Right, Sons, I Sons. Sons. There you go. I mean, I did I think... You know, my wife is is quite a, quite a believer in the gut health stuff. You know, what I mean, the kombucha, the the um, oh, what's it called? The I spent right in my head because I'm drinking this cognac. The kimchi, all that. Oh kind of my stuff. god, kimchi! A lot of folk love that for their gut, right? Yep, all that kind of stuff. Does she make fruit. kimchi? Does, does she make it? She has made it. I. That's good, isn't it? What is it? It's in it. Is it cabbage? It's like it's like cabbage, and then it's like you ever heard the John? Is it good? It's really nice, uh, man. It's good. It's it Korean, good. isn't it? Ah, uh, it's Korean. Mm. I think in Korea, what they, what they do is they bury it. I think they like they make it and they put it in a, a jar and they compress it all and stuff and then they bury it outside and all that kind of stuff. What do you call that when you bury it? Um, it's, there's a word like it's infested or something. It's not that, but... In, interred. Um, kimchi. Um, you bury it in, in a jar? In what, does, what does that do to it? I think in uh, something to do with the temperature of the ground in Korea when right. they're doing it. It's something to do. It keeps it, you know, stops right. any animals getting at it and stuff like that. But right. I, you know. uh, that, that is right. That is right. What so happens? Gut health is. I think gut health is important. Uh, I think it is an important. Fermented. Fermented. Aye, that's not burying it though. That's not to do with burying it. That's just. Uh, my wife made me one. Jen made me once these fermented um, blueberries. And they were delicious, by the way. She took blueberries and she put a whole load of salt into them, if you can believe this, in a jar. Salt and blueberries and then kept it and kept it for a while and then they kind of went juicy and kind of weird and they were delicious, man. Do you think Do you think that you you and your, your wife, do you think these are a wee bit hippie-ish? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not. Like, we're really no, we're no, but we're kind of no at all, actually. Uh, we would probably love to be, and it would be good for us if we were a wee bit more. So. Happy-ish, but we're actually no, we're much more, you know, sit and watch Love Island and, and time. Oh, mate, you've been watching this week? Oh, of course. But it's, 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 a, it's a struggle the first week, Rab. Listen, see the same thing I said last night to Jen, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling it this year. I mean, you say that every year? I say year. the same thing every, every year. year. But mate, how wrestling was Shannon Singh being evicted? Oh, that was... What happened? Super wrestling. <laughs> there was a running or something like that. Mate, she, right, listen... Shannon Singh was the she was the John Cena, wasn't she? Really? Well, we, I, she was a draw. Over. She was a draw, right? She was a draw, and the the the, the first entries of folk Shannon Singh, right, John? Right. And they done a thing the next night where somebody had to couple with somebody else. Now her man that she was coupled up with, they weren't they getting. There was no. No, there was nothing happening. There was no connection. No. There was no connection. Right. So he picked another lassie, which is fair enough. That's what usually happens. But then, ding dong, I've got a text. You have been evicted. You have to go home. So the draw was sent home within fucking 24 hours. So, right. mate, you've got Twitter gone absolutely. I was like, right on Twitter with a hashtag, Shannon Singh. Everybody was just devastated. People and I was like, this is such a swerve, man. Mind. They were losing their mind. But wow. it will get better. But does she not go into another villa now? And then does she get the chance to like come back in? Or I don't, I don't watch it. I Funnily don't... enough, we were talking about it on football after we bit last night, and Ryan seems to think that she'll come back, and I think she. Uh, I don't but I know. total swear, like, um, like Aye. Daniel Bryan, you know, when he got kicked at the Nexus, 
and then he came back. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was, that's, that's a better that's a better example. I picked John Pickles for, for Big Brother back in the day that got put back into the house. Right. Remember John Pickles? There's yeah. been such an outcry though that I wouldn't be surprised if she did come back. But the thing is, here's the truth though: none of the guys were that in here either. It's like I think this is the problem this year with Love Island is that none of them really are that into anybody. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nobody that are pure. So it needs to. They need to do something. They need to send in, you know, somebody that stunners. Somebody that's going to shake it up. We need Kane to come walking in. You know what I mean? Needs <laughs> <laughs> to be a, a proper impact. They need. They need. Do you think they need more shaggers? Don't you? They need just more. They just just need somebody with a bit of something. Um, they did send in a guy called Chugs, though, didn't they? Aye. See, that I sounds like a wrestling name, doesn't it? It, does. it sounds like a Vince McMahon name, that, doesn't Aye. it? Like, <laughs> you're going to be Chugs. Aye. That's what it sounds like, you know what I mean? Chugs, Chugs Delaney. Yeah, Grado, like, just getting back to the, re- the did rest. Did you get an NXT name, B? No, no, no. <laughs> have, you spoke, have you spoke or heard for Big Demo since um, the release? <clears throat> I've not spoken to Demo in years, man. I must yeah. to demo now. He, he trained you though, didn't he? He was one of your trainers, wasn't he? It's funny because he. So I had I had started in two thousand and two. He started in two thousand and four, right? So, and he his first match was against the Lowlanders. He was in a tag team called the Shamrockers. <laughs> the Shamrockers versus the Lowlanders, and I remember like being the kind of backstage going right. This is this is what we're going to be doing. You know what I mean? I thought, aye, I was, aye, aye. listen, you follow me. Just follow me. He was going, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. And I'm going, listen, my man, I've got you. No, let <laughs> me tell you something, right? Hold on, get it over. See, before you, you you just go in there, right? <laughs> what was the name of the other guy that was in the tag team? Pete O'Neill. Pete O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. I remember think, looking at the four of you right, and thinking, he's the one that's going to make it. Pete O'Neill. I'm not joking. He just had something about him. He just had a bit of... That's, that's he had a bit of something about him. It's so weird we're talking about him. I came across him on Facebook the other day. How's he he mentioned a wrestling whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I remember thinking, oh, he's got something about him, this guy. You know no, I mean? no, do, do you know what it was? It was... Do you know what? That, oh, this, I knew I should have told something in wrestling. Daft. This is it. Do you know that my first ever Grado, as promo as Grado, right? Mm-hmm. My fuck, this will blow your mind. This will blow your mind, and I didn't realize this, right? My first ever promo as Grado was uploaded the day after the pipe bomb. No way. I swear to God, it came up in my memories all day. Everybody's gone CM Punk, CM Punk. And then I went and looked at my memories, and the next day I had put up a, a promo. How weird is that? That's weird. The first ever, and, and the reason why I went on to Pete O'Neill's Facebook was, you know, I uploaded it, and it got a wee bit of traction, but, it, you know, what I thought traction back then was, you know, 25 likes, like, fucking hell, I've got 25 likes, do you know right. what I mean? And uh, Pete O'Neill had replied under it, and I had never saw this until the other day. Uh, I, I used to prefer when promos were in English. And it fucking wound me up 10 years later. I was going, <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> Because obviously, obviously, Big Demo was a, like, a completely different guy back then. Oh, he was a completely different guy. He's he a really skinny guy, right? He was trying to get into the polls, and so was I. I was trying to get into the polls. So he was just a, and, he, and he was very, very normal. However, I went away for wrestling for three or four years, and in that time, man, he trained every day. Mm-hmm. I'm talking every day. So when I came back, I needed training, and he he was the one that fucking. He, I learned so much. I mean, I learned so much after that guy. Like, hundred percent, learned so much after demo. So, and and he just, oh, he just lived and breathed wrestling. He got his big break, man. He was at WrestleMania, way to thousand folk. And um, interest. It's just, it just blows my mind. You know, you've got Kim, you've got Nikki Storm, you've got Demo that were, you know, that are flying high in, in America. It just makes you. It just makes me think back to the wee cold nights in Linwood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me drapping Kim in her head. I remember I drapped Kim in her head one time. Fucking don't know what I was doing. I was power slamming or something. Fucking we got quite a bit of scare. And uh, I just think, man, wow, I remember that. Like just never in a million years would you think, you know, what would happen to to quite a lot of us. You know what I mean? There are obviously I'd done better. I got a TNA. I mean, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. 
big demo and Nikki. I mean, they're a, they're just they're just two really nice people. And did you see Kaylee and Steve Stevie Boy get married oh, as well? Of course, I shout out to them. Congratulations to them as well, man. Again, they were there. They were there back in the day as well. I always remember them being boyfriend. I feel as if they were boyfriend girlfriend at fucking fifteen year old. They probably well, were thing, actually. This is a thing fair play to because, like you know, in in the wrestling game, you know, what I mean, it's like relationships are tough in the wrestling game, and they two have been. You know, it's they've been together this whole time and then get married. It's beautiful. That's a beautiful story. That's a beautiful story, man. Isn't, it, isn't just... it amazing how many wrestlers end up together when you look back? I mean, Grady, you know what it's like in the locker room, but wrestlers marry wrestlers and get together with wrestlers. Obviously, you're on the road all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it is amazing how many wrestlers end up together. I know, man. We were close. You know, some Kong were pretty close to them. <laughs> <laughs> See if there's obviously you can't you can't say this, but I don't know why I'm asking you because you can't answer this. But Gredo, who is there any wrestlers out there? Any women that I fancied? No, I know that you fancied. Any one? Any winch? Did you winch a wrestler? Any that you? Any that who? Who would you think would be a great wife? Who'd be a great wife in British? No, 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 necessarily in British wrestling. Just any woman that you worked with. Who would you think? Gail Kim. Gail Kim. Gail Kim. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, she is the best. Gail Steveley. <laughs> Gail Steveley. <laughs> Gail Steveley. Oh, she was bro. She's just out. She's just a. She's just a bro. She's good laugh. Smokes fags. All that. Gail Steveley. Um, Karen Steveley. Who's that? Karen Jarrett. <laughs> Karen's amazing as well. She's brilliant too. Um, There's. I've never I, really came across any like. Female wrestlers have all been nice. Everyone, like you can never say a really bad word about about many female wrestlers. If I'm being brutally honest, I, I, getting back to my question, you winched any female wrestler? <laughs> no, we're not doing that, John. Come oh on. come on! I want no, to. It's 2021. We don't do yeah, stuff like that anymore. That, we don't talk about that. Dirt sheets, come on! The dirt sheets want it, Grado. Oh, Who did you snog? He's out of control, man. He, he goes to Blackpool for a week and he's came back like a fucking madman. What have you been doing there? Well, there was member. There was Ron. You you were convinced that Ronda Rousey fancied you. Ronda Rousey. Uh, no, she did. She did. No, she did. Right. She did. Ronda Rousey didn't fancy it. By the way, shout out to Ronda Rousey. By the way, who's expecting a daughter? Um, that that was announced this week. A wee lassie on the way. A wee, a wee, a wee Rousey is on the is on the way. Ronda Ronda Steveley. Ronda. Ronda. Me and Ronda just had it half. We really, really did. I mean, it was only four hours, but. What you know what I mean? She she did a lot for myself. Pretty impressive, mate. No many guys can go four hours. <laughs> hey, we have she's been up there. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you're not you're avoiding the question. You've not winched anything. No, Conor McGregor. I, I Conor really McGregor on MMA front. Conor McGregor's fighting this weekend. Is he? Is he really? Aye. Christ. Has he no? Has it no this weekend? I thought it was this weekend. He's dark. He's done no that. When's oh, he going to end up in the wrestling? He's done. He's no done, man. He's When's done. he going to end up in the wrestling? That's well, you're right. Uh, thing with, I was going to call you Conrad there, Rob. He's um, <laughs> right, he's uh, wrestling on Sunday night against Daniel. No, no, no. It's a week on. It's a week on. Uh, it's a week on. The, it's a week tomorrow. Oh, it's the 11th. Uh, it's the 11th. It's the 11th. It's the 10th, I think, mate. <laughs> I j- uh, you know what? It's um, because it's saying it will be. No, wait, it says Sunday the 11th of July. I maybe because a Sunday time. Ah, yeah, that's what it'll be. Right. Uh, you know, I, I always thought Conor McGregor would be in the wrestling by now. Uh, so he's too I. big. He is. I don't even think he needs. He's too famous for the wrestling. He is. Although Ronda Rousey, you know. I but no, but Con- Conor McGregor is bigger than Ronda Rousey. Conor McGregor is massive. Conor McGregor is massive, yeah. and he's bigger than, uh, what'd you call him? Tiger King, what'd you call him? Fucking... Joe Exotic? No! <laughs> I'll be like, like fight you, what'd you call him? WrestleMania, Joe Exotic versus Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you call him, a big bald boxer? Holyfield? No! Oh, the, gy- the Gypsy King. Aye. Dyson Fury. Really? Dyson Fury. I mean, he's minted. I mean, the boy, Conor McGregor's absolutely minted. I mean, he doesn't have to do it. 
Book Why it, are you bringing what, this book up? It, book it, what's the match? I talk about MMA. Book it, what's the match? Conor McGregor versus WrestleMania. Oh, you put him in, in against uh, Riddle, don't you? Oh? You put him in against Riddle? No, I don't think that not, would... You build Riddle because they've got MMA, both got MMA backgrounds. Here, talk about MMA. Do you put, him in, put Conor McGregor in against Randy Orton with Riddle in Orton's corner. And then you can do the whole build up with Orton. Oh, be Riddle teaching that. Orton MMA. Brilliant. That's a good one. That's a good. That's, that's a, good, a good one. I hope you're listening to Tony as always, because you know Rab's got some no, ideas here. But no, no doubt the booking would be who do you who would you call the big fella that's in Raw the now? He's about six foot seven. He was jumping up. Would you call him again? Amos the big. Is it Amos? No, I'm I'm picking another one with the long hair. Oh yeah, um, uh, him that was on Raw Underground. Now he debuted with the guy. It's with um, Apollo Cruz. Um, oh, he's. Colonel Aziz in SmackDown. Oh, I don't know. I'm talking rubbish now. Right. You threw a curveball at us by bringing up MMA. I'm, I'm useless. <laughs> I mean, Conor McGregor's net worth is estimated to be worth to three hundred million. He doesn't need Vince's money, does he? What's your net worth? Let's Google. I'm going. Let's it's Google Vince's net worth. I typed it in yesterday. Did you? What a really? fucking I. Grado okay. net worth. I want to see. But it's Grado's net worth is. One to five between one and five million dollars. <laughs> fucking get me on. <laughs> are you doing? Why are you doing this podcast, mate? <laughs> That's what a shape, man. You wait a minute, we've got people signing up to a fucking Patreon to give you money, and you've got between one and five million dollars. Have you got it? Is yours up? Robert Florence. Robert Florence. I better have more money than you, mate. Wait, wait, wait till we see, that. man. Wait till we see, born in 1977. Oh, man, that's just a big horrible advert for earwax that comes up. Oh, is that? Sorry, I know. I, I, estimate, I estimated, according to BuzzLearn.com, one to three million dollars. <laughs> one to three million dollars? <laughs> Fuck off, man. Get out, yeah. It must be a different Robert Ford. I know it's you. Get out, yeah. No, you. Florence is a Celtic supporter. In June 2013, he lost to Greg in a wrestling contest at Kelvin Hall, which served as the venue's final act before closing down. He is vegan! Is that You're vegan. I've got here, he is also ranked. <laughs> I've got here, he is also ranked in the richest person list from Scotland. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh my goodness. Are you, are you a Leo, Rob? I am a Leo, there right? That's go. correct. Right. Rob, is your father in your brother's riffles? Yeah, that's true. Aye. Wow, man. <laughs> this is fantastic. We find out so much about you here, Rob. It's great. Yeah, it's here. What's the scene? Is like a tramad all nights. Were you on that? I don't know. Ah, yeah, I did did know. you write? Were you on? You were. You must have wrote for that. Were you on it? What tramad all nights? I was oh. part of the cast as well. Oh, were you? I didn't know that. There we go. Empty. What was empty, Rab? I didn't see empty. What was empty? Empty was a sitcom with McGregor Fisher and Billy Boyd. You were the one of the hobbits. Yes, one of the hobbits. Aye, aye. Wow. Oh, here I've got Robert. Flo I've found another one. Robert Florence is worth eight hundred thousand. That's getting closer, isn't it? Well, no, no, that Good much closer. But let me tell you, it's, it's fucking far closer than three million. I'll tell you that. <laughs> eight hundred thousand a day, me. That would do me. Oh, mate, mostly. I don't need mate. the three million. Eight hundred thousand is all I need. Mate, if I get a payout for eight hundred thousand, I'd be what a day. I'd buy a couple of houses and just stay out and just live off that. Aye, I mean, this Come is what a lot of shit this is. <laughs> What else can we find out about Rab? I'm just, I'm just. No, don't, don't Google any more, mate. I'm just, I'm, I'm only you'll, find that, you, you'll find that story about the fucking the bug. The, the story about the pub being locked in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, main, my main thing is when I type in when I type in Rab Florence. Let's see. Oh, I've got five TV shows you might not know have Helen's Brillinks. Oh, right. oh, I've got I've got Scott's WWE stunner Isla Dawn wanted to put Uncle in headlock after he snubbed her for part in TV hit. See, that's not true. I didn't snub her for part then. Snubbed your own niece. You snubbed your niece, man. That's... See, the, these searches are so I, I've typed in Robert Florence. So it comes up. So people are searching Robert Florence. They're searching Robert Florence Twitter. They're searching Robert Florence Instagram. They're searching Robert Florence wife. That always comes up, man. Robert Florence Helen's bro. 
I've got Robert. Yeah, Ford. listen, Isla Dawn has been quoted. I love Burniston. I still watch all the episodes on Netflix now. Obviously, not available there now. I've done wee bits before for some of his independent films and things like that. And my sister Louise Stewart was also in Burniston. Unfortunately, Aye. I wasn't. I kept moaning him about it. So you snubbed your own niece for Burniston. Disappointing. I snubbed his niece for his other niece. I know. Look, she was a wee tiny. <laughs> she your favourite because she's like <laughs> no, she was a t- she was a wee tiny when Burniston started. Right, Dawn. okay. Is she your favourite niece now? That she's a wrestler. Uh, I don't have. Listen, I don't do favourites. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favourite child, Rab? <laughs> you got a favourite win, John? No, you can't. You can't right. put one above the other. You know what I mean? You no. definitely don't know either. I mean, you, you definitely. I know people say that, but you definitely don't have a favourite one. You know? No, no. But I, Ailey's, Ailey's probably my favourite. <laughs> 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 what <was> joking? <laughs> there uh, we go. Uh, uh, really anyway, can, can we just get, we'll, we'll Google Grado now and see what it says about no. Grado. And see what, <laughs> right, what do you think? The first Grado. thing that comes up when we Google your name, Grado, what is the first thing that's going to come up? Uh, what do you mean, as in, would, if you type into Google? Yeah. Oh, by the way. Probably the headphones. The heat, I didn't realise there was such yeah. a thing. Right. I, I, again, I've lost a pair of them as well, but I contacted Gradle Headphones and I was like, look, man, why don't you send me a, cut of, a pair of headphones and it'll look good? They went brilliant and they sent me and I fucking lost them. Right. Questions. What people also ask. Guess the questions, Gradle. Uh, Gradle married. Yeah, Gradle Gre- married. The answer is, of course, we know that you've, you're, you're engaged Aye. now to be married. So there we go. Uh, next question. Uh, is Gradle... Gradle's girlfriend or something like that, no? Where is Grado now? <laughs> 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 that was Jim Corn. That was Jim Cornette put that up there. <laughs> then we get into the headphones, and then we get uh, how old is Grado? Then we get is Grado a fireman? Fucking, this is the most obvious question of all. Is Grado, is Grado a Rangers fan? fan? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no. That's funny. What is Grado a fireman? That's funny. Is Grado? Is Grado a reward? <laughs> There we go. Oh, that's funny. Is Grado still wrestling? That comes out at all. Not according to Jim Cornette, you're not. So there we go. Oh my god, but see, oh, there we go. That was that's interesting stuff. Wow. <laughs> what was this? I've just because when you put in my like, because I never just go on Grado. I put in Grado wrestler, but I've been into the news section. Grado wrestler eight backstage stories about TNA's British boot camp. We can't believe. What the hell could this be? Hold on, what is that? What the this? hell is this? Number seven, number six, number five, number four, number three, number two. <laughs> Fucking hell. Grado and Al Snow's confrontation was scripted. <laughs> <laughs> One of the more entertaining parts of British Boot Camp's second season was Grado butting heads with Al Snow. The heated exchanges would see Snow running down... Grado for not giving his all and disrespecting competitors. Grado went all in his comedic character by playing into it during the filming of the show before his elimination. TNA scripted it since they planned to pay off the angle down the road. That's not right. Grado defeated Snow in a match at the United Kingdom Impact, tapings to pay off the scripted moments from British Boot Camp. Wow, there you go. There you are. <laughs> well, what do you want to do before we wrap up, boys? Is there anything we can do before we wrap up? Well, I talk about TNA. Let's talk about TNA. We've not talked about TNA. <laughs> it's funny because I watched the. the how, fu- sorry, how long were you in TNA, Grado? Uh, well, I had my. F- right, so British Boot Camp and my first match was September 2014. And my last match was in Mexico in 2018, September 2018. So I got four straight years. Well, you're four years? I did not think it was that long, Grado. Hi, man. Mate, I was, every, I was there every other month. It was the best. I've never told you about it. <laughs> four years? I didn't think it was four, four years. years, mate. My first match was with EC3, and my last match was with a guy in Mexico. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Whereabouts yeah, in I Mexico? Mean, hmm? Whereabouts in Mexico? Uh, Mexico City. And was it good? Was Mexico good? Sure What's Mexico was, City like? Well, it, it was a matter of in and out. Uh, it was a matter of in and out. It was actually, it was, it was, this was kind of, one of the final nails in the coffin with my last relationship, to be honest with you. Because, I'm, tell me, and please put in if I've told this before, right? Please put in. However, 
I, I, it was me and my ex-girlfriend. We were going to, we were going to spend, what was it, four nights in New York, five in Vegas, four in New Orleans, right? Right. Now, on the second last night of New Orleans, I was booked in Mexico for TNA. And I'm like, right, if it was a Florida taping, I'd maybe say, look, I can't make these tapings, right? But because it was Mexico, I was like, I need to say I've wrestled Mexico. There's no way I'm missing this. No way I'm missing it. So I had to break the news to my ex-girlfriend, literally, as well, we were at the airport for the two weeks. I was like, by the way, see that last night, the second last night, the night after we go and see Beyonce in New Orleans, we're going to Mexico. <laughs> she was, and I thought she would think it was maybe a wee bit exciting, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she was fucking raging, man. And don't get me wrong, it was a hard thing for her because we we so we we went to the Beyonce concert at the the same arena that New Orleans holds WrestleMania. We got back to our hotel rooms at two in the morning. We're up at three, and then packed all our gear, went to Mexico, got to Mexico in the morning, and Mexico is fucking this Mexico City was something. Like, you just fly in, you know. We see when you fly into somewhere, you can see grass. Aye. This wasn't the grass. This was just all who sees. There's twenty City. million folks die in Mexico City. It's fucking crazy. Got picked up in the bus. And they're giving us warnings, like, don't go this way. When you come out the hotel, turn right, don't turn left, or this kind of shit. But, um, and then so we we, we got to the show lunchtime, and she, but she, funnily enough, her pal worked in Mexico City, so they met each other. But the show maybe started at about half past three in the afternoon, right? Half past three, four o'clock. And the show ran to midnight. They were taping wow. all the, I, and, and guess when my match was? I was second last. Oh, no. So she's had to sit through fucking basically six, seven hours of wrestling. She's not a fan. When you were supposed to be on holiday. When we were supposed to be on holiday. But the big, but the, the best thing that, you know, you just get wee things, right? Wee, and I'm going to sound like a mark here, right? But one of the, like, one of the memories I have about Mexico City is getting stopped outside my hotel with this wee Mexican wrestling fan who had loads and loads of pictures of me from me saying, and I just oh. thought, that's blown my mind. You know that aye, way? Aye, aye, aye. That blew my mind. I just think... <laughs> we blew my mind last night, and all right, I've got a pro wrestling tea store, right, and I've literally not sold a t-shirt on there for like two years, right? Small <laughs> Last night I, had, I was wrecked, right? I fucking, as soon as I came off that bit after, I got opened up bottles of Corona and all that, right? And I get an email about the back of midnight. You have sold one T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, right? <laughs> I was like, I fucking who the fuck's bought that? <laughs> and it gives you the email. And I emailed them. I went, <laughs> goes by, I goes, I goes. I says to him, what was it? I says, I was fucking stupid. I wrote, uh, thank you for buying a T-shirt. I don't think I've sold a Pro Wrestling T-shirt in a few years. Thanks for the support. Hopefully, I'll wrestle again soon. And it was a person called Giovanni. They wrote back, "You're welcome." I recently became a fan of you. Seeing your story and your love for wrestling made me cherish how much I love wrestling and aspire to be a wrestler one day. I hope to see you wrestle again, even if it's not in the States, but I'll definitely be wearing your shirt around town. I think that's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful thing. That's what they are. Who's that's that? This is Winter. Winter, are you going to say hi -ya? Winter! I just can't hear, can you hear? Can you hear? Can you say hi -ya? Hello, Winter. Hello, Winter. Hello, Winter. hi -ya. Hiya! Can you wave and say hiya? Hiya, hiya, Winter, <laughs> hello! <laughs> she's just staring. Who's she saying? She's just staring. Who's she oh, saying? It's, it's a beautiful way to end, uh, end the episode, though, with, you know, a, a fan buying your tea. It's a big shot in the... A shot... And what are you saying? What are you saying? Are you having an oat cake? Yeah. I thought she said Celtic. No. <laughs> not at all. You're having an oat cake, aren't you? Oh, are you going to say hi ya? Hi ya. You going to say up the road? <laughs> you to say, can you she say this, Winter? Can you say up the road? This is it. This is it. Go say up the road. Can you say that? Up the road. <laughs> She's just laughing. Try it yourself. Try it yourself. yourself. Try out. Try that way. So you say it's yourself. Can you see it's your sale? It's your sale. Don't worry, I'll be the first words out of Grado's kid's mouth. <laughs> I know. Too right. Too right, it will be. 
Well, thanks everybody for listening again on our on our recap. Um, like and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, back is on Patreon, wrestling daft, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And uh, contact us on Twitter. Hi, Larky. Where's Larky? How's Larkin? Here's the other one. Yeah. Right, I bet I bet love you's and leave you's going. Right, up the road, it's your sale. It's your sale, up the road, up it's your sale. Audio Frontier. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.